This is an AMI podcast. Hey guys, welcome along to another episode of Double Tap. It is Saturday, it's the 18th of March 2023. Coming up today, we'll be talking all about your feedback and also I do an app review. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Now, here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. Hi, Sean. Hello, Stephen. That's uh, <laughs> I do an app review. <laughs> wow, we're all we're all so shocked and surprised. <laughs> I know, tech show honest. It really is. Uh, this is us getting around to doing app reviews. I, I actually promised this one last week. And yes. we were intending to... Well, no, I, I, yeah, I promised it last week. And mm. then I said we'd do it this week. But of course, with all the breaking news from CSUN, yes. we didn't get around to it. No, so. no. You know what? I would give you a hard time, but you're absolutely right. We've yeah. had interesting guests on. There's been so much news. So, yeah, no, absolutely fine. Let's, you know let's listen to it today. I really, really enjoyed our news from CSUN, but I also really enjoyed our chat about the Mac apps. I think that was the one that really stood out for me this week oh, on the pod. I love that. You were in your element. I mm. mean, you know, and, and Michael and Damas were, were so... I mean, they know their stuff, right? And it was so interesting. Even me, a you know, diehard Windows guy... It was so interesting. I, th- I don't think you are a diehard Windows guy. I just don't think you've played enough with the Mac. I think if you were to get a Mac in your hands, and I have promised, no, it's true. I will send no. you one. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. When you, you get yeah. that and you plug it in, I don't think you'll turn back. Ooh, mm. Well, mm, we'll see. I mean, we'll look, see. I know, and look, I get it with NVDA and JAWS, and I know because I, I'm pulled back to the PC all the time. All yes. the time. But, you know, I listened to Damasi. He's saying he used his Mac for... I can't remember how many years it was, but it was a long time. And he's just, just been using the Mac, nothing else. Yes. I mean, again, it's dependent on the applications. It's depending on what you're doing. If you're doing a lot of Word, I mean, any Office-based tasks, I tend to find doing it on the PC is just easier. If you're just using Notepad for all your documents, then fine. Uh, or TextEd or whatever it might be, you know, yeah. then you can get away with it fine. But I, I don't know. I just, I kind of like the option. And you know what? I've got both. So I'm not going to cry about it anymore. I'm not going to start feeling guilty. I'm right. cheating on my Mac. All right, no one's accusing you of anything. I didn't well, leave you on it. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, you're right. You are right, though. I, I did enjoy using the Mac. It was, it was I had, um, in one of the, the updates to the OS, I had voiceover issues where the volume kept going up and down. And oh, I, I know that, yeah. lots of people were giving me tips and how to, you know, to fix it, and none of them worked. And that was just too much for me. I, I just, that was it. I, I never went back. So, hey, maybe it's changed now. There is a so, word. There is a word when it comes to Mac and voiceover in particular, and that is inconsistency. Yeah. That is yeah. definitely true. That's because right. one fix for me might not work for you, and that doesn't make sense to me. No, that's you right. Think, well, hang on, if a fix works, it works, right? <laughs> so oh, It was just driving me crazy. And it's one of those where it's not really a showstopper. Mm. It was just the volume would go down. And then the volume would go up. And it, it's not like it was stopping me working. It was just really annoying me. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, I get yeah, that. Yeah. But, well, maybe maybe when you move over to it, you'll fall in love. All over again, maybe. But we'll we're not talking out. about the Mac today. Although I will be demoing an app which is, um, well, it's available on the Mac. It's available on the PC. It's available on a Chromebook. In fact, you can use it on anything that's got a keyboard and an operating system in it. Uh, because, quite frankly, it is a web-based app. It's Twitter. Uh, now, of course, Twitter has oh. caused a lot of controversy on this show. Uh, so yes. I thought, let's talk about it again. Uh, but this time from an operational standpoint. Because, you know, I think we all kind of have the view that accessibility at Twitter is going to falter at some point. It doesn't seem to have happened yet. Uh, no, no. There are a few question marks around the app as it develops, but overall things seem to be okay. They're about okay. Didn't we lose the um, real-time captioning for audio spaces? We did lose that, yes. And, there, are, and, and there also are, um, there's a button that's now unlabeled in the app, which doesn't look <gasps> like it'll ever be fixed anytime soon. Uh-oh. So yeah, th- this is how bit by bit, it's like someone used the analogy ages ago on the show, it's not like a house. It's, it's not like you're, you know, with the team leaving, everything's just going to collapse. If you abandoned a house, it wouldn't collapse overnight. But over time, bits will start to fall off. Yes. And the problem is no one's there to fix it. So it's like my body. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, yeah, you know this uh, firsthand. <laughs> you really do. Um, but yeah, we're going to get into that today. Twitter app uh, because it's on the web, and what I love about it is, is because it's a web app. Everything I'm doing in this demo, I'm doing it from the PC, but you can do this on the Mac, you can do it on a Chromebook, 
because the shortcuts and everything apply on the web, not on the device. So that is really, really good. So we'll get into that a bit later. Uh, lots of feedback, though. And I want to kick off with Greg, who likes to kick off, uh, mainly me, in fairness. But um, <laughs> yeah. uh, this time he's responding to comments regarding the Victor Reader stream, because, of course, we did talk about that recently. Um, with Aaron Linson and David Ward, another great episode. That was just this week as well. So, yeah, this is Greg responding to that. Hello, Stephen. On your review of the new stream programme, you asked if you could manually select podcast episodes to download. You can do that already on your second-gen stream. Go to ah, the podcast okay. feed you desire, select Get More Episodes, navigate to the episode you want, hit Confirm, and manually selected episodes are downloaded first before any queued automatic downloads. You can also cancel remaining downloads at any time. In the setting menu for podcasts, you can set the number of episodes to save to manual, then your stream will only save the episodes you select. Separately, I was talking to two other blind friends, like me, about twice your age, and we concluded there is a generation gap. We all spent the majority of our working lives with no protection for the disabled, and all three of us worked hard for passing of the ADA, Americans with Disabilities Act. The we three were also quite involved in fighting for US civil rights and voting rights in the 60s. We all wonder... What have people of your generation had to fight for? Do you take them all for granted? Regards, Greg in Pennsylvania. Okay, uh, seems we're back on with Greg then. Uh- <laughs> you young whippersnapper, you. You don't yeah. know you're born, kids okay, well, today. Let, let me, uh, yes. <laughs> I wanted to start with the points about the Victoria. Thank you for telling me about that. I didn't realise you could automatically, and you can automatically download, but not have it set to manual, so you manual. can choose which podcast? Because that's the problem for me with the Victor Reader. Because it would take so long to download an episode, if you had, say, 10 episodes or 10 podcasts that you were downloading from, it would just basically start at one, two, three. And then, you know, by the time you leave the house, it hasn't downloaded half of what you want. I Especially if it was downloading, say, you know, because if it's downloading the last three, it's got to do the three and then the next three. And of course, it's coming down yeah. in its own order. It just gets really irritating. So there would be something in sentence to turn off automatic download because that just makes sense, right? Yeah, that's right, Sean. That's right. Yeah, because that's exactly what you suggested when I mentioned this. I didn't talk about it because I haven't got one. But you know, I didn't. I couldn't get a word. But now you've got the answer. You know, the, you know everything. Yeah, yeah, right. I, I, okay, yeah, so they should um, have been there. You should have looked. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> bad, bad, Stephen. Why would I make it easy? Um, right. This is much easier to ask Greg for? to write. What have I fought for in my life? Um, nothing, <laughs> frankly. No, nothing. Um, I mean, look. You know, I, I think that it's an interesting comparison, and I, I feel sometimes there's, there's this. I don't know. There's a sense of, well, our generation fought for this and you fought for nothing. To me, that just is a full stop moment, really. I don't know what else you can say to that other than, you know, from my point of view, what have I fought for in my life? Well, I fought for my own things, my own challenges, my own problems. We've all had to do that. Uh, So I think it's a bit unfair to say, you know, because I didn't fight for legislation, which was already in place because other people fought for it, that somehow is demeaning to... Him? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't really get the argument, to be perfectly honest. I would just say the fight goes on. I mean, yes, we can recognise the work that you and your friends did there, Greg, absolutely, to get this all started. That. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So we're, we're not putting that down at all. No. But, that, I mean, it, it's not perfect, as we always say, when it comes to accessibility, when it comes to treatment of the disabled. It's not perfect. And the, the, the fight goes on. So, yeah, it's... Like you say, full stop. Okay, we'll take that statement. I mean, the one thing I will say. Okay, right. Here's one. No, thing. no, no full stop. Steve. No, 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 no. Here we <laughs> no. go. Right, just one thing. Just let me say this. <laughs> so I'm on Twitter the other day, and Elon Musk posts this comment about what was the comment about again? It was some stupid thing he'd put up about. Uh, oh, I think it was Microsoft had because they had ditched a number of people in their AI team, and he had put up, "Oh, they've got rid of all their AI team. Mm, that's not good." You know that kind of thing. And I responded. Well, I quote tweeted it and said. Brought to you by the man who <laughs> sacked the entire accessibility team, uh, you know, <laughs> rendering, you know, I- I- impossible for people like me to complain about, you know, issues or whatever else and make this whole platform less accessible. Yep. Now, if you want to come back at me and say, well, that's just a tweet and you know, that's like, what's that going to do? Then it kind of proves my point about the whole argument that we've been having over the past few months. This is how you advocate today. You put your Can message I, out there in this way. And if someone Greg doesn't sound like that. But if someone comes along that but this is the kind of argument you get, Sean, because it's the when is it enough? We're back to that again. You know, it's the when is it enough? 
You know, if I'm not standing outside somewhere waving placards and shouting, I'm not doing anything. And we can all do things in our own way. We can all help the cause in our own way. And I, I do believe, and I, I strongly believe, that we need to argue and, the, and, and fight the fight about accessibility at Twitter first off, because we kind of want to head this idea off at the pass that you can get away with just sacking the entire team. And that's okay. Now, if Greg, if I did what Greg wanted, which is apparently the moral thing to do, which is to abandon Twitter and all the followers and everything else, then I can't speak on this topic. I have no right to talk on this topic because I'm not involved in it. I don't have skin in mm -hmm. the game. Yeah. And that's the issue for me. You know, I'd rather be in there being able to, you know, be a drop in the ocean in terms of voices, but at least I'm saying something. Okay, I'm not saying anything to that. I think we've covered this to death when it comes to your stance on Twitter, and yeah, that's fine. Full stop. I didn't bring it up. Okay. <laughs> okay. He wouldn't let it lie either. We'll come back to Twitter later, but thankfully it's a demo. It's a demo <laughs> this time. It's all right. It's safe. You can take the earplugs out. Oh, uh, let's go to Darren, though, because Darren's got in touch, and he wants to talk to us about uh, blind capability. This, of course, being another topic which has been coming out of all of our conversations over the last two weeks. Hello, this is Darren Platt from Bexley and Kent. Um, I'm about to respond to the debate on um, where people are saying that uh, if you can't do something, then you're not as good as I am, or it's kind of the debate about if... Uh, some blind people or some people can't do something or then they are inferior to other people. I've, I'm not talking about social media in my case, but I've experienced this when I've been to blind school and uh, I've seen it in blind college whereby it happens, unfortunately, that um, you get uh, people that because they can do things that others can't, they think they're somehow better than uh, than the other person. That's simply not the case. And what uh, Julian was saying is absolutely correct. Um, how do you define laziness anyway? Surely, if you're going, you're going to find the best means of doing whatever you need to do when you need to do it, and the easiest and quickest way of doing something. Uh, when I was at college, for example, I'm fortunate I can read Braille and I can touch type, but there were people there that couldn't read Braille or were struggling, and they couldn't see to read print. I felt so sorry for them. I didn't belittle them. Instead, I sat in a room with this one guy. Well, I sat in a room and read the worksheets that we had to do on the tape for him from Braille on the tape because the way I saw it was it wasn't a hardship for me to do it it was a privilege for me to do it because I had to read the sheets anyway so it was just as easy for me to read it on the tape for him it meant that I got the uh, I had a chance to read the information and help someone at the same time I think if you have a skill that someone else doesn't have, instead of giving them a hard time because they can't do what you can do, I think the best way about it would be, well, I've found a way of doing so-and-so. If you're interested, would you like to learn more? That's the best way to go about it. And another example, even though I'm totally blind, if I knew the route, I would guide other people if I knew they needed it. Um, to where they needed to go in, especially if I was going that direction as well. And that included, in some cases, crossing roads. I shouldn't have done it, perhaps, but I did. And I'm glad I did, because in a way I was sticking two fingers up at people that saying, you know, to, to those that say, we're better than you are. Um, so I was uh, glad to do it. So I think if anyone can't do something, it's not they're lazy. It's just that either they don't know how to do it. And it's all about how people present it. Instead of belittling people, do it in a positive manner. Say, would you perhaps be interested in learning more? Then let them decide whether or not it's up to them. 
whether it's for them rather. Yeah. Um, I hope I've made sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, this is Darren saying bye for now and thank you. Bye. No, thank you, Darren. And I completely agree. I think that is, is so important. And I think, you know, it's interesting because, you know, there's always, because Julian mentioned the whole subject of laziness, we also have to put it out there. We can be lazy too. And I think that's another element to this that perhaps, you know, comes out of these conversations because sometimes there's a sense that as blind people, I, I get this a lot from the blind community. And I talk about this from the community itself, not so much from sighted people. It's very easy to kind of pick on sighted people because there's a lack of understanding out there. But when it comes to the issues like this in our own community, I feel we kind of play this. There's a little bit of the one-upmanship that goes along and the play along. And, you know, you can't be lazy and you must do everything and you must learn Braille and you must do this and you must be on top of everything. And I get it because, of course, on one hand, we have to apply ourselves probably double the amount that most people do when it comes to getting a job, for example. I know in my job I had to work double as hard to just give in half the recognition of a sighted peer. I know that happens. And I think that there are times and places for that energy to be used, and I think that's fine. And I think that we should help each other along and sometimes push each other along because we need that as well. We all need this at different points in our lives. I've had friends who needed a push in a general direction to take them just on the right bit of the path to make sure they don't end up falling into depression or feeling that they are useless or feeling even worse, you know, suicidal or whatever it might be. You know, all these things happen. And, you know, people have said to me over the last couple of weeks and past couple of days in particular, you know, you keep making the joke that this is a tech show and all that, but you keep going back to these topics. I come back to them because this is a show about blind people and technology, yes. But technology is as much a bigger part of our lives and as much of a social element of our lives, and it's such a means for us to communicate, that these subjects come up. And I think it's really important that we have these conversations. I don't believe in silencing people. I think I've made that plainly clear. So if people have a view on something, I want them to share it. Because what has happened in the last couple of weeks and what's really interesting and really what Julian's email which or, or a voice message, which kind of highlighted all of this, is that it kind of brought to the surface a lot of the feelings we all have. Honest, real, raw feelings of inadequacy. Yeah. I think we all feel that from time to time. Yeah. Some of us mask it well. Yeah. yeah. Some of us mask it well. I've been accused I was accused of that once. Someone said, Well, you've not got lack of confidence. Of course I do. Of yeah. course I do. But it's my job. I can't come on here crying every day. I've got to do the job. So I have to do what I do. But, you know, I think sometimes we just have to recognise it and acknowledge it. And I think that, you know, I'm glad that we're doing that. I'm glad that, you know, the, the great people of AMI allowed me the time to, you know, bring up these topics. Because it's funny, someone actually suggested to me, <laughs> Mr. F will be looking at his contracts and saying, but you keep saying it's a tech show. <laughs> Honest. Where, where is the tech bit in it? Yeah. That, no, it's, it's important these things are talked about, I think. Yeah. I've, I've got no, you know, I don't feel guilty about talking about whatsoever. No. I think it helps. To us. You know, I think yeah. it helps. Helps yeah, us yeah. and it helps. It helps some of the listeners as well. Uh, Paul's been in touch and uh, he wants to talk about. It says here is snazzy white cane. Okay. Hi, double tappers. Ooh. I'm not completely sold on the whole echo location. It's so far from my abilities that I struggle to believe it's possible. To the point where, if the person was seeking money for the knowledge or skills for me to obtain it, I would dismiss it completely out of hand. However, I trust they can do it, and it is just a skill out of my reach, as Julian said. Some people just have the talent to play the piano and others don't. Now, a couple of weeks ago, a fellow RP sufferer was thinking about getting a mini guide. He should definitely do so. I have one and they are amazing. I never leave the house without it. For those who are unfamiliar with the device, it is a small handheld sonar product that helps you judge the distance of objects. Great for gauging where other people are so you don't walk into the back of them or swipe them with your cane. I hold my cane in my left hand and use the mini guide in my right. It helps with locating parked cars, bins, road signs, etc. The beam is fine enough to locate a pole at a crossing so I can push the button for the green dude and beeps. It also comes with the added benefit of not having to practice your dolphin impression either at home or in public. Now, don't get me wrong. When I first started using a cane, I was, well, self-conscious, ashamed. But now it's awesome. Love it. Not sure I could ever hold my head up high whilst clicking away each to their own. I have all the respect for those who do. It's my weakness, not theirs. 
QAC in merry old England sell lightweight carbon fibre canes in all sorts of colours. I treated myself to a bright yellow one and a bright orange one. Now I know they should be white and it could be confusing. In my justification, I walk the same route to and from my son's school where everyone knows me and knows I'm blind, so a different coloured cane to them is, if anything, a little attention-grabbing reminder that, hey, I'm here and still blind. People tend to stop noticing what they see every day. Anyway, finally it snowed and I got to take my bright orange cane out for a spin and it made me smile. God bless little victories. Just thought I would put together a couple of completely unrelated facts and make up my own truth because, well, why not, hey? Anyone else thought it funny that the wonderful Laura, who has been having to read out all these Twitter rant emails, just happens to break a pair of headphones? What's that? Another Twitter mail? Smash, smash. Not sure Amazon will replace them on the back of Twitter rage, Stephen, but it's worth a try. Love you all. Stay happy. Paul from Ripley, Merry Old England. Oh, thank you, Paul. Fantastic email. Fantastic. Oh, wow. Um, no, didn't you get mm. a snazzy, one of those snazzy coloured um, canes? <laughs> yes. I have to say, I do love it. I do love the lightness of it because it's so light. Um, although Juan, who was on the show talking to us about echolocation, I tried his cane afterwards. His is even lighter. I don't know where that cane it's comes from. It's made out of helium. It's <laughs> incredible. It's, it's made out of air. <laughs> it's like, is this an AI cane? I mean, what is this? This is just so light. It doesn't feel like I'm holding anything. It was incredible. But no, the carbon fibre ones are really good. And um, I got mine in blue and I got a red one. And I'm really nervous to use the red one because then I realised that's the colour for people who... Well, it's different in different places, I think. It's but red and white striped, isn't it, for visually impaired and hard and, of hearing? And, and hard of hearing or deaf, yeah. So I think I kind of avoided the red one in case people got confused. But then I also think to myself, does anybody even know what the white cane is in the first place? So, you know, yeah. I'm probably no, okay. I'm, you know what? I'm all for custom canes. I know there's people out there saying, no, no, you've got to stick with it. Otherwise, how can people, you know, the general public understand? They they don't understand anyway, for the most that's part. That's kind so of my take, yeah. It, if you want to personalise your cane, if you want to make it more individual for you, absolutely. I've seen, you know, motorhead canes, you know, ACDC canes, all these different canes. Trust absolutely, you. go for it. Oh, yeah, no, I'd, I'd love one. <laughs> it's just, they're too expensive for me. I'll draw it on myself, put stickers on it myself. Well, I mean, you could do that, yeah. But, I mean, th- that's the thing with these canes. I mean, ultimately, you know, I have had the same experience, whether it's a white cane, whether it's a blue cane. People will say, the amount of times I've got... I went into a hotel once in England, and I'd gone into the hotel. I fell over a chair. I wasn't using the cane very well at that particular second in time. Well done, you. I was kind Represent. of walking in. I think I'd, I was getting something out of the bag. And you know that thing you do? You're holding the cane under your arm. You've got the bag, and you're opening up, and you're pulling something out. And then I just kept walking forward. Thankfully, it was the chair because I later learned there were steps and I could have just fallen down those instead. But you know, it, was, it was a chair. So I fell over the chair and the person asked if I was okay and I said, yeah, I'm fine. And um, just to be clear, the, the reception desk was quite low. So they could see me, they could see the cane, they would have seen everything, right? And they yeah. obviously saw the fall. Yes. The person then asked where I'd park my car. <laughs> yeah. And yes. what the registration number was. And I just looked at them and I said, really? Really? And she said, oh, we have to ask. And I said, no, you don't. You don't (laughs) really need to ask, do you? (laughs) I mean, really? (laughs) You didn't didn't think. And and you know what part of that was? I bet part of that was I'm terrified to even ask the question because it might offend them. I don't want to mention the B word. Don't mention the B word because if you mention that, then, you know, hell will open up and swallow us all whole. Mm. Yeah, and that's, that's a fear out there for a lot of people as well. Do you know what? People that's funny to mention it. Mentioning the B word, I've noticed myself, and I don't know why I feel this way, but sometimes I will say, you know, when I'm when I'm meeting someone or something like that situation you're in, instead of saying, oh, I'm blind, sometimes I say, oh, I can't see. Because sometimes when I say, oh, I'm blind, if it sort of feels funny to say that. And oh, I, I don't. Know. I have no idea why that is. I mean, I, I don't feel ashamed of it or anything like that. But why do I put it in that way? I can't see. Is it... I don't know. I, I think my theory on it is that I've said, you know, I'm blind uh, so many times. And there's that awkward two, three, four second silence where, you, you know, they're looking at you thinking, what are you? You know? You know what I mean? Mm, Whereas well, if you say you can't see, it seems that people seem to accept it a bit more. You say it's that. so strange. You do say that, but then I think that some of that's on us as well. I've learned that over the years that, you know, I, I would go, I was exactly like you for a long time. I used to sit there and go, I'm not going to use the word blind because if I say blind, they'll, they'll almost be, 
staring at me. And if I even make eye contact with someone, they'll think I'm lying. That's re- yeah. I had that for a long so time. So there's a little bit of us in that as yeah. well. But you're yeah. right. There is, on the flip side, blind is quite a powerful word. And it can frighten people. And it can also make you feel a bit as if <sighs> suddenly I'm a label. And, you know, we've all been there. I don't know if you've had this many times. I've certainly been, you know, referred to quite loudly as he's the blind guy. You yeah, know, like, in a room. What's wrong with that? What's well, wrong? it's, it's, just, it's I, funny. I, yeah, no, listen, I hear so many times we say, look, we're people first, right? We're, we're blind. Well, yes. Second. But then if you see any of us on any social media or whatever, how many times have we got, you know, the blind blah, 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 or blind blah, blah, blah? We we use it ourselves. We we identify ourselves that way. So yeah, I don't I actually don't have a problem with... Um, yeah, I so I, I get the, the reasoning behind it. You wouldn't, point, you wouldn't point at someone in a room today... And say, it's the black guy. I don't think you would. Do, I don't think you would do that, would you? No. So why would you do it with a blind guy? Well, I couldn't tell what color someone was. No, I don't mean you. I mean someone else. <laughs> I'm joking. No. Um, no, you're right. It's it's it is a strange one. Yeah. I think I it's, it's the last. It's the last. It's the last pillar to fall when it comes to discrimination. And it's not discrimination in the difference between a, a, a friend of mine who is black said this to me, and, and I think she put it so perfectly when she said, "Racism is born out of hate, ableism is born out of pity." And that really that struck me. That really struck me because that that gives us a sense, I think, of what this that is. Seems very true, and it's to me, it's, it's hard a different to be intention. Ang- it's hard to be angry at someone who who's showing pity. Yeah, but it's not. But we don't want it to be pitied, and this is the problem. This is the no, push and pull not. thing, isn't it? It's, it's mm. difficult. It's so difficult because yeah. the problem is we face this a lot. We face it every day. I remember when we were in Regina, and Mark and I were having breakfast one morning. You were probably sleeping or lost, of uh, or both. both. And um, <laughs> I remember, you know, we'd gone down for breakfast, and I was walking back to the room with my laptop under my arm, swinging my cane as usual. And the, the woman who was on reception said at the hotel to Mark. Um, that's interesting. He's got a computer. Is that yours? <laughs> As if, well, why would I have a computer? You know, it's just... Wow. But the, and, you know, this is the thing, you know, it's and like... You're carrying it for him. <laughs> honestly. Listen, uh, let's, let's go to a break. We'll come back. We're still fighting. We've got so many more emails to get through. And on top of that, we have our Twitter demo coming up. So we'll get to that in just a moment. This is Double Tap. Follow Double Tap on social media at Double Tap On Air and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts and email us feedback at doubletaponair.com. We'll be right back. This is Double Tap. Now, back to the show. And time to get back to more of your messages. Just before I do that, though, Sean, I have to mention this. So we were talking yesterday on the show with uh, JJ, of course, who's at CSUN. He got the chance. Are you there? I'm here. Yes, I know. Right, I'm you were, enthralled. You were Sorry, listening I'm listening. I thought you disappeared yes. there. I thought, here we go. No, no, no. Um, I wasn't having a drink slyly, of course. Okay, liar. <laughs> uh, well, listen, I wanted to put a question to him because he was going to meet the guys at Orbit Research to find out more about the Optima Brew laptop. Yes. Yep. And I asked him a couple of questions, two uh, specific questions, one on the insert key, OVS. <laughs> I need to know if it's got an insert key. And also pricing, because there's been no word on pricing yet. So we have answers. Wow. I'm impressed. Uh, No insert button. No way. I'm kind of of weird, right? That is so strange. Yeah. Okay. So no insert key. Although uh, apparently it is a prototype and the company are aware. So... It's just the fact that it says, which was funny to me anyway, compatible with Jules and uh, Narrator and NVDA and all that. I, I don't know. I mean, that's a weird statement to make anyway, because of course it is. It's Windows, right? But Yeah, but I think you have to say that for some people. You know, you're going to really? get 100 people asking questions. Yeah, because people will be like, oh, hang on, Does what's this running? And well, it's Windows. I know, but I think we've come to expect a lower level of standard when it comes to what these oh. devices can do. And how much they can actually run? Yeah, maybe, maybe also, you're right. A lot of, them, yeah. a lot of the Braille note takers don't run Windows, so yeah, actually you know, in that market, in that yeah, in that sector, maybe you're right. Yeah, I take it back. Sorry. Okay, no insert key. I'm really shocked by that. Though. Okay, but it is a prototype, and they're aware, so that may change. 
Yes. Uh, so that's good to know. And maybe that's part thinking, of the reason they've brought it out at CSUN, to give people a chance to, to comment to get on feedback. It. Yeah. So and put a number pad in there. And get a number pad in it. <laughs> maybe just, you know, like, the modular, right? You can just stick yeah. it on the side. And take away the Braille display for a business <laughs> that don't want it. Yeah. Just take a knife to it. This feels like a birthday cake. I'm just kind of cutting bits <laughs> off just randomly. Yeah, get rid of that. Um, also, price not official yet, but it will be less than a note taker. That's well, very interesting. Okay, what note taker? I mean, uh, come yeah, on, that's, well, exactly, that's a bit yeah. that's a bit wide, isn't it? It's a bit vague. We're talking upwards of four thousand, three thousand. Yeah, the Mantis Q40. That's I mean, about what? yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, if this comes in at around two and a half. If it comes in, and I'm trying to think Canadian dollars, let's say it comes in around 4,000, 3,000 Canadian, I think that would be quite impressive, actually. Oh, yes, definitely. But, yeah, you know, I, I mean, it's still put it out of mind league, but I think, yeah, in, in the terms of the market, as, as I've said before, it's disruptive. So, yeah, absolutely. But also important to remember that that will be for a base level unit. So how much will it cost when you spec up? That's going to be another interesting bit as well. Uh, mm, also, yeah. at the keyboard, I asked him to have a look at the keyboard. Traditional or typical laptop style, he didn't go into any more detail than that, but he says it's around 12, 13 inches in size. So, yeah, around about 13-inch laptop mm, um, okay. size of footprint. So that's quite interesting. Anyway, thank you, JJ, for doing that for us. Um, oh, he's not even there for us, gets, and he's, he's doing all this scoops. running around. I know. He's like a PI. He's amazing. Thank you, JJ. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, let's get a couple of uh, more emails in. John... Mrs. Julian. Hello again. I wasn't going to write to you again so soon, but after hearing angry Julian's message, I couldn't keep it in. Apologies if you're getting a bit sick of my emails. I'd like to say how much I always love his contributions to your shows. I only wish I had half his wit and intelligence. So it was upsetting to hear his last message. Yes. There's a peculiar human tendency to downplay and trivialise the things we know, and it's easy to forget about the journey of getting to that point. Going blind felt to me like everything I'd learned over the past 45 years was now redundant and I had to start all over again. Learning a screen reader has been the most frustrating and difficult challenge I've ever had to face in my life. I remember being absolutely distraught because I thought I would never be able to do my job again and really at that point the last thing I wanted to hear was someone telling me that a screen reader is easy and don't worry it'll all be fine because it trivialised the challenges I was facing and made me Mm -hmm. feel a failure. Similarly, those times I've been rebounding off the kitchen counters, sending things flying or getting lost in my own bathroom. Yes, that did happen one time. And even hearing about Stephen's exploits on the bus or train seemed like an impossible dream. Going blind is an incredibly personal and lonely process. All you can do is your best and try to exercise the same kindness for yourself as you would hopefully do for others. It sounds to me like Julian has achieved an awful lot and shouldn't be afraid to be proud of his triumphs, Mm -hmm. even if they may feel small. I find echolocation a little different. It feels so far-fetched to me that I can't even register it as a thing for us mere mortals, but I am still fascinated by it and love Wayne's email on Sunday. Yes, I have been making funny little clicky sounds while walking around the house or the park. I'm not convinced Disney Plus will be signing up the TV rights for my crime-fighting escapades any time in the near future. Anyway, as always, I have written too many words, but I wanted to at least tell Julian that he isn't the only one to feel that way. I have had that exact same reaction to many things over the last year or two, and no doubt I will again. I look forward to getting negative Julian back soon. John from (laughs) Northampton. Yeah, we're all looking forward to that. Um, Yeah. Thank you, John. And I I just want to say as well, in case you're wondering, has John been in touch recently? Has he been writing in too many emails? No, he hasn't at all. But just so you're aware, he has already been in touch with us about a feature which we're putting out on Monday we were hoping to put it out this week. But again, because of all the CSUN news and everything else going on, we've pushed it to Monday. And he does yes. a fantastic review for us of the Hable One. Oh, it is so good. And it's got a, a specific way he does it that, that made me really love that demo as well. So mm. uh, we'll save that for when we play it in. It's amazing. I just want to say, though, he does say in the email that he wrote in, he said, you know, I know you're going to do a demo soon, Stephen. I imagine it's already in the can to be edited. Cough. <laughs> But, he knows so well. but here's something, you know, in the meantime, I am so glad you did this, John. I really am. I hadn't ah. even got around to it, to be fair, um, but it was something on my list to do, along with everything else. It's a good yep. job we're here every day. Um, but no, I'm so glad John did that. So we're looking forward to that Hable One demo on Monday's show. He also said congratulations on going seven days a week. I think at that point, oh, Mr. F what? would have choked on his... <laughs> 
strawberry well, that's drink. That's true. Yes, because of the Sunday. Yes, yes, we did. Wow. Yeah, that's but not just a, just a one-off. Thing. No, exactly. Yeah, I said yeah, yeah, you yeah. might be a little bit horrified by that suggestion, yes, Sean. Definitely. Chris has got in touch with us from Springfield following our recent emails. Again, Laura, lovely Laura, reads our emails. I keep meaning to say that, uh, but, you know, she knows who she is, so it's fine. Hi, guys and gal. The one thing I took away from Tuesday's feedback and your responses is how diverse the blind community actually is. Mm. Just as the sighted community has varying opinions, so do us blind folks. From Stephen's libertarian approach to liberal free speech, oppressing progressives, to conservatives like myself, we share in navigating this world without sight. The struggle is real, and I appreciate your attempts to help us focus on this, rather than the great job Musk has done exposing corruption in the government and media. I digress. I've learned Braille three times and had to finally do it on my own because I literally can't feel the dots with my right hand, so I use my left hand and it works for me. We are all finding our way, and you'll help keeping our journey interesting with your discussions. By the way, what is all this talk about being a tech show? (laughs) (laughs) Haha. Chris from Springfield, Missouri. Thank you, Chris. Yes, we have been accused of not being a tech show many a time, but we are, I promise you we are. And actually, you know, that I think... If there was an achievement for us with all of these conversations, if, if, if someone was to say to me, you know, what I want you to do is I want you to come up with a, a, you know, a sense of what would be success out of all of this. It would be for us to realise and for our audience to realise, especially the sighted people who listen. Yes, they listen too, and you're very welcome, that we are different. We're not one homogenous group. There's no group yeah. think here. All right, that's not what the show's about. It never has been about that. It's about difference of opinion. And I think what we've proven is we can have respectful, honest, you know, interesting conversations. Sometimes they get a bit hot. That's okay. Passionate. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's part of our lives. This is this this is our life we're talking about here. It's my life I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. I'll be going to overact as anonymous immediately after the show. But you know, we we can get away. Our passion is tech, right? That, I mm. mean, that's how you and I sort of met, and, and you know. But you but you remember how we clicked? Do you remember how we actually clicked? You're <laughs> not like that. Uh, <laughs> I can't do that. It's like eating peas. Oh dear. Um, but no, I uh, I remember we met because we clicked over the subject of the white cane. And our use of the white cane. Oh yeah, that's right. That I was think what really that, clicked for both. At of that us. time, I was still hiding it some in some areas. Like you near were the my only home. person who ever said that to me. <laughs> you were the only person who agreed. Who, when I met, I, uh, we were both talking about it. I think you might have brought it up first, and I said, "That is exactly what I'm doing right now," and it, yep. nobody else was talking about that. Yeah, it was almost like you know. I used to work at the RNIB. So hidden shame. Yeah, and yeah. I, I worked at the RNIB, and we talk about lots of different things. And I sometimes felt there was topics we didn't talk about, not because they didn't want to. I think it's just because we didn't. We kind of felt we had to put this, 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 you know, vision out to the world of what, who we were as blind people. Yeah, yeah, and it's true. I don't think that that's necessarily. I think this show has proven that there's different viewpoints, but there's also very different experiences. And and I think with John's demo of the Hable One on Monday. That'll come out even more. Yes. But listen, we'll take a pause from the emails. And thank you. Seriously, thank you for all your emails. Thank you for the consideration you have for each other and the concern you have for each other, especially Negative Julian, who has been, you know, a huge part of the show for a long time. He's so good. And He's you know, so funny. It's just the lovely comments you've been sending in regarding him as well. So thank you for all that and, and all your contributions. They mean a lot to us. Keep them coming. We're here every day, except a Sunday, because we need to take a break at some point. Correct. Apparently. I'd be happy to be here, but yeah. you want to take a day off because you're a slacker. I don't. No. Sorry, is this back to the future? No, no. <laughs> I just sit here anyway. I, yeah, The computer doesn't go off or anything. I just wait until you, I get that message saying we're recording. All right, I'm still here. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, we could do Sunday then. Okay, let's do Sunday. Excellent. Now, get Mr. F on the bluff. phone immediately. <laughs> F stands for phone. If you don't know how to spell. Uh, Right, let's move on to Twitter. And uh, I thought I'd demo this for you today and show you how I use Twitter on the PC. Now, you can apply this across other systems as well, but I'm showing you this from the PC point of view. So I'll start by hitting my start button. Search box edit. Type in Twitter. Twitter app. Press right to switch preview. Okay, let's hit enter. Twitter. Enter. Opening new tab. Blank. Four regions, three headings, and ten links. One smart glance highlights. Two. Okay, so there you go. Right off the bat, it thinks it's inside the Edge browser, or indeed any browser. It's giving me all the same feedback I would expect from a website. But this is actually a web wrapper. So think of the uh, website itself being 
wrapped inside its own little application window. So no toolbars, anything like that. Really easy to navigate. Now, I'm using JAWS, and what that means is virtual cursor is on, so I have to turn that off, and I do that by holding down Insert and pressing Z. Off. And simply, that is it off. What that means is I can now use web-specific shortcuts or website-specific shortcuts that you can't do with JAWS by default. You've got to turn off that virtual cursor first. And that then lets me use shortcuts because, for example, two particular keys you will use is J and K. Now, if you hit J while you're using JAWS in default mode, it will ask you to jump to line. We don't want that, obviously. So instead of having to do a pass-through every single time we want to hit a key, you can just turn off that virtual cursor and it enables you to navigate the website using its own native commands. So I'll hit K, and that takes me uh, to the first tweet it can see on the screen. K, main region, your home timeline region, marriage-active-b1t liked Morgan Baker soon with rightwards arrow of... Okay, so there we go. So that's the first tweet, and then I can hit J to continue. Receive new replies. Zoe Kleinman verified account. And the next one. Kate Bevan verified account. And the next Kate one. Bevan verified and account. The next one. Emma Tracy liked Gemma Gemma. And I can very quickly just navigate through my timeline. RNIB Connect Radio and Billy Dot. Recommended topic colon based on your retweets. Anna Lander wheelchair symbol verified account at Anna Lander 17 hours ago. Thank you to at Ellis Palmer 94 and at BBC News Hour at BBC World Service for having me on last night to talk about my mentor, the left quote mother of disability rights right quote at Judith Human. May her mem- okay, so there we go. So that's a great tweet. Now I want to like that tweet so I can just hit L. Alert. Tweet liked. And I could also use T to retweet that and quote tweet as well. And I'll show you where all those shortcuts live so you can go through all of them, I'm sure, like me. You'll learn some and then you'll probably gradually learn the others as you go along and as you need them. But I'll show you where that lives in a second. I want to show you how else to navigate around the site itself because that's the content. That's you moving between the different tweets. But what about the content itself? So the way that Twitter does this, and it's actually the case across a number of other sites as well. I think Facebook do similar is they have a multiple keyboard combination. So G and H will take you home. Go home is the way to think about it. But if I wanted to go to my messages, for example, G and M. Messages slash Twitter document. So this is my direct messages. Now, in order to start reading my messages, I can use K to take me to the top of the list and then use J to move me down the list. I'm not going to do that here because these are all my private messages and I'm sure people who message me privately probably don't want me broadcasting that, but that is how you navigate there. You can also search in there as well and you can get to your message requests if people have got in touch with you who are not connected with you already. Uh, What about notifications? Well, G and N. Notifications region. New tweet notifications for Joe Steinkamp, Billy B and two others like to tweet you. Bernie Reddington. New tweet, Joe Steinkamp retweeted a tweet you. And there you go. There's a, someone who's retweeted something from the double tap on air account, which includes me. And I could like that. I could reply to that. Again, all the same commands I mentioned, R for reply, T for retweet, etc. Okay, but what about sending a tweet? Well, thankfully, that's really simple. Just hit N. Tweet text edit. What's happening? Type in text. And there you go. We're right into the text field. So let's type out... Um, Testing out the Twitter for web application on the PC space demo coming soon. Period. Soon. Period. J. Period. <laughs> okay, let's just check that. Control A. Selected. Testing out the Twitter for web application on the PC demo coming soon. Blank. Okay, I'm happy with that. Uh, right, let's tab. Everyone can reply button. To okay. activate, press space bar. So I could choose who can reply to this. Let's see what other options we have. Add photos or video button. To activate, press space bar. And not only can I add photos and videos, I can also add descriptions as well, which we might cover down the line. But for now, let's move along. Add a GIF button. To activate, oh. press space bar. Do you like those things? I find them just irritating. Add poll button. To activate, like press space bar. Add emoji button menu. Emojis. Schedule tweet button. I know, I must admit, I do like this feature because this allows me to schedule a tweet, which is brilliant. I, I could schedule this. I could schedule this to go out later today or tomorrow or whatever. But, you know, I'm just going to put this tweet right out of there. So uh, tab again. Tag location button. I'm not going to do a- that. Add tweet button. To add activate. tweet button. That means I can add more tweets to this and just continue a, a thread. You know, there's people that do that. I've had a brain thought and I'd like to share it with you. One of 12. And you immediately want to throw your phone off the nearest wall. Uh, let's carry on. Tweet button to there activate press space bar. So there you go. I can tweet this by hitting the space bar. There is another shortcut to do that, but for now we will do this. Let's send the tweet. Space. Notification alert. Your tweet was sent. And Main region. Go. Notifications region. 
And we'll see if we get any feedback on that. I <laughs> don't know if we will, but we shall see. Uh, so there we go. So that is the, the layout, essentially. And of course, there's lots more in this. I could spend hours going through all this with you because there are so many different elements and different controls. Uh, if you want to find all these shortcuts, here's how you do it. You press the question mark key. Now, for most people, that is shift and backslash. Question, keyboard shortcuts, navigation, actions, media. Now, because I'm on JAWS and I turned off Virtual Cursor, uh, this won't work. So I have to turn Virtual Cursor back on. On. Thank you. And then hit H. Keyboard shortcuts, heading level two. And go again. Navigation, heading level two. Now, I'm going to move through this kind of quickly because there's a lot in here. Table with two columns and shortcut help. So this is the shortcut help. Question. Question key. Next tweet. Next tweet. J. J. Previous tweet, K. Like we said, K for the next tweet. Next tweet. J. So that moves you down the list. Previous tweet. Back up the list. K. Is K. Page down. Space. Page down is space. Load new tweets. And this is a cool little feature as well. I meant to mention this. Period. Yeah, just hit period. And that will actually refresh your list of tweets. And again, you just use K and J to move around the list. Home. So this is going through all the different areas which we talked about. So going home is G. G. And? Plus H. H. G plus H is home. Go home. Explore. Explore is? G plus E. E, right? So you're getting the idea. Go explore. Notifications. G plus N. G plus N. Go to notifications and so on and so on. So you're getting the idea. It's not that complicated, really. I mean, it's quite simple. Some of it's quite obvious. But these shortcuts are always there for you. So you can always hit that question mark key and it will always take you to this window and you can navigate around. Now, with Sean, we'll talk about the NVDA options. And of course, with Narrator, the scan mode. So you have to think about different ways this may be navigable. But if J and K aren't working for you, you'll have to turn off your browser focus mode on NVDA. And you'll have to turn off scan mode on Narrator. And on the Mac side, you have to turn off quick nav. So I think that covers most of them. Now, one of the things I love most about this is the fact that it is universally compatible. What that means is that all these keyboard shortcuts you've just learned, all these keyboard shortcuts you're about to go and try now because you've had this demo, you can now apply across Mac, you can apply across Chrome, any computer, because it's a web-based app. So the same commands apply. And if you go to the Facebook site, you'll find a lot of these keys are the same. It seems to be like a universal keyboard command structure, which is brilliant. So there's probably lots more applications and websites out there that use this. And if there are, let us know what you've found. But again, really cool ways to move around, really easy to navigate and totally accessible, which is brilliant. I mean, we've all had concerns about Twitter and what's going on there. But you know what? This is good. This is accessible. And I'm happy with it. And it means I'll be using Twitter even more. Horrifying as that sounds. <laughs> Wow, that was well worth the wait, wasn't it? That was amazing. Um, Thank you. Yeah, the the the, the website navigation uh, keyboard shortcuts are so cool. But it is, as Stephen mentioned, there important that you know that you do need to turn your screen reader. Uh, you switch the mode now, whatever mode that's called, as, as it was demoed there in Jaws. You got yeah, the, the virtual, virtual cursor, or whatever it is. Yeah, cursor. Yes, in NVDA, it is between browser or focus mode. Sorry, browse or focus mode, which is the NVDA modifier key and the space bar. We'll toggle you between those. I use that all the time on um, on YouTube. Um, you know, you hit K to pause or play playback. Shift N, I think, for the next video. Left and right arrows to uh, scrub through the video you're watching. So it's really useful. And um, you know what? I actually think I prefer that way of using Twitter. Even Usually I, I prefer to use any apps like that or any services like that on the phone, but I think I would use it more on the PC. Yeah, I have to say I'm much preferred. I mean, don't get me wrong. If I've got my Bluetooth keyboard on and I'm using my iPhone, that's fine. But that's not for everybody. And a lot of people do struggle to use the app, and especially typing, because yes, you can use dictation as an easier way to get the message in there. But if you want to well, check it, it can take so long. And yeah, well, yes, I know <laughs> typing's not always, I, I didn't say I was an expert at it. Um, but you know, th but the point is that, you know, you can check that, you can fix that. Whereas if I'd done that on the phone, you know, I'd be like, right, hang on, I need to swipe up to you know, rotor to words exactly and then right, back, yeah. back, back, you know, and it would just be, oh, I, I, I hate it on the phone. So, yeah, on the PC, it's just so much easier. So, yeah, and I think Facebook is the same. I think LinkedIn 
does this as well. And if you use Facebook Workplace, I think it uses those commands. So that's quite I good. never really got into Facebook. I found it really complicated, but I, I never looked to see if there were, you know, these built-in website shortcuts. I don't know. I'll check that out. I know a lot of people used to use m.facebook.com, which is the mobile version. Yeah. They find that far easier to navigate. But if these keyboard shortcuts are in there, why not? Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but listen, we've got lots to talk about in the next couple of days because we've got lots more emails to come. So we've got the emails, which you'll be sending us, no doubt now, uh, which is great. Thank so thank you for that in advance. Uh, <laughs> feedback at doubletaponair.com is our email address. We'd love to hear your voice as well. So, you know, if you, I mean, I, I know some of you, I know you're sneaky. I know you're sending in the emails because you love hearing Laura's voice. And I don't disagree with that. Laura's got an Gorgeous. incredible voice. Yes. Um, but... If you if we'd like to hear your voice as well, so you can call us one eight seven seven eight zero three four five six seven. That's one eight seven seven eight zero three four five six seven, and you can leave us a voicemail on our listener line. That is a listener line number. So when you call, you'll be put through to a voicemail, and you can just leave your voicemail. And if you maybe want to send us a message, but you don't want it to go on air, that's okay too. Just let us know in the message, and we will absolutely honor that obviously once we've played it out we'll realize we've screwed up and we'll uh, not play it again <laughs> we will never play it i'm only kidding um but yes we will <laughs> be back on monday talking about honestly next week i don't know where we're going to even begin because there's so much to talk about i mean the, the, there's a story doing the rounds at the minute which i, I cannot wait to get your take on where oh. and this is all about chat gpt again of course how, it's, every story is about that how it's managed to get past captures by, by this individual pretending that they're blind. Oh, now I'm intrigued. Mm, it's an interesting story. We'll talk about that on Monday. And, of course, we have John Carpenter's demo of Hable 1. It's John Carpenter's Hable 1. I'm trying to get Halloween into that. Hable oh, yeah. 1. Yeah, yeah, it didn't work. It didn't oh, work. No, it doesn't at all. Yeah. But it, it's, it's a great demo. I just, I just thought of that idea about three seconds ago. Uh, listen, that's it. We're out of time. <laughs> Too much coffee or not enough? I don't know. You decide. Uh, we'll be back Monday. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Sean. Bye. Love Double Tap? Did you know we're on the TV too? Check out brand new episodes of Double Tap TV on AMI-TV every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Or binge on all episodes online at ami.ca forward slash Double Tap. We're also on YouTube. Search for Double Tap to catch our episodes there too. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts.